This is Business Women Australia podcast, featuring industry leaders who bring their wealth of expertise from diverse areas to help you build a successful business. Now, on to the show. And welcome to another episode of Business Women Australia podcast. This is a very different podcast format, as you can see, rather than just myself and a guest, we have a number of people who are joining us today. The person I will be interviewing and who'll be doing a lot of the talking and sharing uh, alongside me is Lynn Hawkins, who is from BWA over in Perth. And we also have a number of our, what are called VIP, our premium members of BNA, BWA who are joining us, who will also contribute, if we've got time, we hope there is, of their collaboration partnerships and joint ventures that they have done through being part of the collective of EWA. So some of the things that we're going to be talking about today include what collaborations are not, because of course, today's episode is called The Power of Collaborations. We'll also be talking about what is the right mindset that we want to have in place uh, that could maybe keep us stuck if we are looking at down the track, having some collaborative partnerships. Some key questions that we want to keep in mind as we're exploring potential opportunities and how maybe one collaboration can lead to a whole other opportunities and, and so much more. So welcome, Lynn. So good to be here. Thanks, Anne-Marie. And thanks for um, being such a great sport and and having so many of us on your podcast. It's uh, yeah. BWA podcast shows just keeps evolving. It certainly does. And that's one of the greatest things, isn't it, is about opportunities and collaborations. We're always... Uh opportunities there that uh, we just continue to, to move forward. And as we've said in the introduction or the, um, the blurb, together we know that we are better. And that's really the premise of what this whole show is about and opening up the possibility that maybe there is a great opportunity, a win-win-win for the individual partners and also the offering to the consumers that just would not be possible if we were doing it on our own. So let's dive in. When it comes to collaborations, what are they not? Let's start there, Lynn. Well, for, for starters, collaborations are not um, being co-located. Um, you know, where we're, a lot of us are in um, sort of co-working spaces or we're in teams within organisations and just being working in a team is not necessarily a collaboration. Uh, I think also a collaboration... Um, isn't a true collaboration if it's only one-sided, if there's only one party getting some benefit uh, from the partnership. Uh, and I think a collaboration is not a good collaboration and it's certainly not a true collaboration if someone's just giving in um, to someone else's goals or dreams or um, outcomes and, and, and not having a really sort of healthy debate around what it is that they want out of working together. Um, we've also got this sort of new concept that's floating around of co-opetition. Um, when I look at co-opetition between um, sort of historical uh, competitors, um, it, it actually, to me, probably is has the elements of collaboration in it. Um, uh, they just are working together for the benefits of both the organisations and both their outcomes. Great example, of course, was when uh, Noble, I think one of the two um, main Pfizer and uh, the one of the biotechs joined together around um, getting the vaccines out quickly 
that was a really interesting one because historically they'd been all those pharmaceutical companies had been competitive and then they were collaborating for the greater good to get things out quickly and I think that sort of co-opetition is a really great example of of good collaboration but not necessarily called a collaboration. So I love the way that you've shared, you know, what it is, is not. And so let's then put a definition of what is a good uh, collaboration. You've shared an example, but from a Business Women Australia point of view, what would you say are some of the key pointers we'd want to have in place to ensure it's a win-win-win for everybody? That's right. Well, it, it's that's the key, is the mutual beneficial outcomes of working together. Um, I think, you know, when I when I look at uh, well, what are the key things around really healthy and strong collaborations, one, it is that that you've actually got the shared values and the shared purpose around working together for an outcome that you're both going to get great benefits out of as an organisation and as individuals. Um, so collaboration is really around that sort of um, creating something that's bigger than both of you um, or bigger than more of you, because collaborations can happen between more than two organisations as well. So, uh, but it is, it's got to have those mutual outcomes. And I've got some really great things before we, um, before we actually go in any deeper, I sort of thought it might be good to um, acknowledge these amazing collaborators we have on the call with us today um, and Business Women Australia, and of course, to acknowledge the country in which we're all standing. We're all from a different parts of of uh, Business Women Australia in the country that we are, and I'd like to acknowledge the elders, uh, past, present and future of the traditional owners in the lands of which we're meeting. Uh, with, with this collaboration concept, what I, what I thought would be amazing is to get these amazing leaders in our business community to talk about very quickly um, good examples of collaboration, and then we'll have a bit of a deep dive, I think, into the checklist that I would like to leave everyone with when they're actually evaluating potential prospective collaborations with other partners. So maybe um, over to you, Vida Carlino. We've got the gorgeous Vida Carlino from Inspiration Space. Um, she has a business called Inspiration Source and has been collaborating with Business Women Australia at a very deep level for many years. Vida, what, what would you say... Uh, is the benefits and the design of business of a collaboration in, with you know based on our experiences um based on my experience i'd say the the beauty of a collaboration here is that you can start collaborating still when the idea is in infancy i had an idea it, it wasn't formed it wasn't developed but lynn said let's go for it and so we started courageous conversations which are still going today they're very evolved now it's very it's a it, a little crisp package that works beautifully. So for me, I get to share my gifts and talents. I get to build networks. I get to engage. I get to have a lot of fun. I get to spread the word about my business and my space, inspiration space. And, um, yeah, and it's something I can just see I can keep continue doing forever. It's just, you know, and I wouldn't have done it on my own. I just would never, I wouldn't have known how to do it on my own. And I really think the container that BWA holds that, look, give it a go and we will support you to give it a go, um, it, it's, it's worth its weight in gold because I, I didn't have the confidence to start that myself. So thank you. Thanks, Vita. That, that's gorgeous. And I have to say from my point of view, it's been amazing having that collaboration. I've learned so much um, in terms of the way that Vita does things that are very different than my style. I'm very sort of focused on 
even the language I use, you know, checklist, you know, do this. And then Vita, working with Vita and dropping into the way that Vita does things has actually impacted then on helping me develop and refine the way that I go about doing things with my other clients. So there's this wonderful transfer of, um, let's say, skills and, and abilities, but also transfer of kind of the energy and the ways of being that are kind of more spiritually based, I think, in terms of uh, feminine leadership. And, and working with Vida has enabled me to be really more honest about who I am and what I am about and how I really want to go about doing things. And I would actually say that the benefit has been uh, for me is been a softening of my style and, and being able to sort of experiment in, in kind of more of that um, realm of, of being. Uh, for our community, the collaboration that Vita and I have actually had over these years has enabled them to have the the chance to come into Courageous Conversations. Uh, our events with Courageous Conversations always have a waiting list. We keep them very small. They're always very, very carefully thought through topics and Vita facilitates them around certain parameters that are very different than the sort of parameters that when I run workshops, they're very different. So it's a it's a wonderful collaboration. Thank you, Vita. That, that's Thank a great you. example. Um, Mariel Stedman, you're at Piper Alderman now, and we've done collaborations in the past before where we've had opened up boardrooms and you've you've actually shared information with our communities. How have you found collaborations with Businesswomen Australia and has that been of any benefit to you? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Lynn. I think um, when I first met you, you know, from that first meeting, we realised that both of us were all about collaboration and working together. Um, and something you said earlier, it reminded me of that phrase, the sum of the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. You know, working together, we can achieve so much more. Um, and I think having those opportunities to present um, to people who, you know, are running their own businesses, but maybe aren't quite sure about their contracts or about other legal issues, um, I just love being able to do that, being able to help people and, and upskill them so that they can actually, you know, do what they can themselves and, and realise when they need to get a lawyer involved to actually help them because they are probably going to get themselves into a bit of trouble if they um, don't take that extra step. Um, and I mean, through that and through the podcast that we did, um, I've, had, I've had work actually come my way where people have said, you know, through Business Women Australia, we want to support other members of Business Women Australia. Um, and we see the value of those skills, um, you know, that people have got and that people have shown in the in the various different podcasts and the various different events that have been run. So um, definitely for me, I found it fantastic. I've met some amazing women and I, I will continue to meet more amazing women, I'm sure. Yeah, that's such a great example where we've been able to collaborate, join forces, bring shared networks in so it expands mm -hmm. our network as well. Yeah. It expands your network. Um, that's a really great um, example of a business-related um, collaboration that's, that's true to our values in terms of sharing knowledge, connecting women, and building our business. So that business development aspect of it too, which is also amazing, you know, and work does stream from these kinds of collaborations and they would be the shared goals that we would be having. And we're going, yes, are we meeting those? Sometimes some of our collaborations don't always work as well as others, but 
you know, clearly these have been great examples of ones that have collaborated. Um, Cindy Scott, I'm going to throw over to you because you you went from Melbourne and, and moved to the Sunshine Coast and I remember getting a call from you going, hey, Lynn, I've moved to Sunshine Coast. Can we do something together? I'm new here. So tell mm -hmm. us about that collaboration. I think it's beautiful, these moments of um, reflection, because I've been involved with BWA for quite a number of years now, thanks to Vita introducing me in. And um, I've gone through a lot of change, both in my business and on a personal level through my journey with BWA. And you guys have been there to support me through, you know, to hell and back with the cancer journey. So, um, yes, moved to the Sunshine Coast. And I thought, right, I want to start a chapter here. I want to run events here. And um, so we did that for a year. And then I was diagnosed with cancer. So um, that kind of threw a spanner in the works. But um you know, as I sit here reflecting even on the last few years, I have met some phenomenal women who I have made some um, great connections with. I've got a podcast where I've interviewed a couple of the women on the podcast, actually three. Uh, and Vita and I are looking to do a collaboration next month. So we're going to get her over here on the East Coast to um, some, to run a workshop in a, a beautiful circle. So I just love the women that I've met through my journey with BWA. and. Um, and I just know, having worked as a solopreneur for so many years, um, over a decade, that it's really through the connection and collaboration that we we fly forward so much faster. And I love just the vibe, the energy, the joy in collaborating and knowing that it's a win-win. So um, big thanks to you, Lynn, for, for making this all possible. Well, you know, as you know, you can have an idea, but without a community, it's just an idea sitting in the toilet. You know, that's the reality. <laughs> I'm so glad this is being live streamed and I can't edit that out. I'm going to throw <laughs> over to Pippa Hobson. Pippa, we will have to get you to unmute. <laughs> uh, rookie move. <laughs> Uh, thank you, everybody. It's really good to be here today. Thanks, Lynn. Look, um, in my professional environment, I, I do risk consulting, and and um, I've come together with Business Women Australia to do a panel. Very similar results to Meryl. Fabulous collaboration, getting um, getting thoughts and ideas across to our clients and and potential clients. But I probably want to focus a little bit more on um, how Business Women Australia can bring expertise so we can collaborate across um, the community. So uh, being in uh, professional services, we spend our lives focusing on our clients' needs, meeting our clients' needs. And as Meryl said, you know, our sole aim or our main aim and purpose is to meet our uh, make our clients' lives better. But uh, we had an occasion uh, a few months ago where we had all the risk consulting people from Australia come to Perth and we needed a gung-ho facilitator because we're so focused on the external that we very seldom focus on the internal. And I put a call out to Lynn and I said, tell me, Lynn, who can I use? And uh, the lovely Erin was available and did a fabulous job of herding cats. Now, without this community, I would have struggled to find somebody at the short notice I had um, who was able to, to do such a fabulous job. And she let us um, focus on us and she dealt with all the logistics, which meant that we got great outcomes. So this community really helps us run our business um, at a more effective level. That's just wonderful. When I hear of what goes on and the collaborations that 
come out of the community that we haven't even had to organize ourselves it's so it just this is what it's all about and it's that domino effect that we really want as leaders in the community for everyone to be connecting and doing things together that are mutually beneficial erin is is there anything you'd like to um to share um it's what i think it's kind of my experience with bwa touches on i think what what people is talking about is um being able to tap into all of the different diverse skill sets that the bwa women have um working as a solopreneur for the exchange collective we come across all kinds of weird and wonderful challenges because we commercialize ideas and we work across industries so the depth of um the and diversity of the community as well as the geographical reach really helps us when we're facing innovation challenges and when we're also looking at asking how might we question so um it having that really large shared network um to give a very recent example is we've been working on um, commercialising um, some agri-food, an agri-food idea in the wheat belt in Western Australia. And through Business Women Australia, we've been able to very, very quickly tap into all kinds of weird and wonderful um, connections, ideas in a really short space of time. So we've gone from, hey, we've got this little idea, um, was able to bounce it off a few people who are part of the BWA community. Um, and now that idea is very much streaming um, ahead. So it's beautiful to see how quickly the depth of the community can help us with new ideas, but also connect in with other people who are seeking professional um, support as well and we just wouldn't be able to do that without that would would have taken me months I think if not years um to move as quickly as what we have yeah I love that because that um you were a part of an amazing group of members that decided to get together on an online community hub uh so we've had members come up with ideas about how they want to communicate and collaborate together and then we've been able to provide a platform where they've got together and out of those different community hubs, we've had one national community hub, one that was locally focused in terms of a group that wanted more of a local focus. And out of those community hub collaborations have occurred. You know, we've got the walk and talks um, with the members over in Sydney that have started to pop up again, walking through the domain led by Joanne Keating. That came, Joanne Keating, that came out of the collaboration and the chats on their online community hubs. I wasn't even on those sessions. And I just love, and the other one that came out of that was um, the wonderful collaboration between a West Australian wine um, producer, Three Drops, an art gallery and a local um, a group in Canberra called Women of Altitude. And we did a, tr a, a massive collaboration in that was held in an art gallery where there's wine tasting and connection between Women of Altitude in the New South Wales region and Business Women Australia um, and it was a really wonderful opportunity in terms of really connecting and growing and expanding networks. And, of course, Joe Bradbury from Three Drops was just loving every minute of it because people are enjoying Three Drops brand, um, our favourite wine, of course. And, um, Bev, we've got a couple of collaborations that we've had. We've had a 
fantastic webinar that we've shared change management and um, building internal teams, but we've also um, sort of taken it into an in-person collaboration as well. That's right. Thanks, um, Lynn. So I'm fairly new into uh, BWA's community. So uh, so for me, the collaboration has been very much around um, the diversity of the uh, of of what BWA offers, um, diversity of what individuals bring, um, and the diversity of of the women that uh, participate as part of BWA. And for me, that's been really really exciting. Um, so I just want to say thank you for for. For this wonderful opportunity, and I'm, I'm finding that every time I participate in any um, event, um, it's just, you know, it's just opening your mind to to the community and to the different way of thinking. Um, and and what we've uh, what we've got planned um, is a collaboration. Uh, it's actually taking us, uh, the passion of of fashion. Um, and looking at it, uh, my daughter's got a, her own little boutique that she's kicking off, and, and we're doing a, a little collaboration with um, in her boutique with some wine because obviously that's um, uh, that's very important. Um, and using fashion as that way of we've called it uh, food fashion uh, and um, the broken mirror because we often, as women, we don't see ourselves the way other people see us, and and our mirror is broken. So we're going to have a very um, informal. Uh, chat over a glass of wine in her boutique um, and talk about fashion and and the way we portray ourselves and and you know without Lynn and her um, and and the leadership that goes on with BWA to sort of connect some of these things that you just wouldn't think of doing or wouldn't think of being relevant in a business world um, we're free to be able to do that I think that's the thing that I really enjoy about um, about our community is that there's no boundaries to what is happening and how we can foster those relationships and um, the skills and harness them with everybody to sort of stretch ourselves and take ourselves to to the unknowns. So, um, so I'm really excited. I've been very excited about the the last six months with Lynn and the team, and I'm really excited about the power of us as. Um, as a collaborative uh, group of what we can do. So um, yes, really enjoying it and just see a very long collaborative association with BWA. Absolutely. And I think what, what you've really identified there, Bev, is that I think one of the values of Business Women Australia is to really fail forward and experiment and try things. You know, we hear this, we hear these terms and we you know we've read the books and we get it, but when we actually go and have a crack at it and we're doing it with a girlfriend in business, it seems a lot less scary and it really, like, it's actually kind of fun and we can try things out. And I think that, um, you know, it's when I see an, another, you know, premium level member sign up, I go, oh, what does she do? What's she going to bring? Oh, wow, we haven't done anything like this before. Oh, gosh, this is going to be creative. Wow. You know, how can we actually, where, where's our shared business value where's our where how can where does what we're trying to do with BWA fit with what she's trying to do with her business or her her mission or her purpose and and that's where the creative juices are really get flowing and I'm going to throw it to Catherine because I know Catherine and I kind of when we got together and we had this kind of real like aha moments when we first chatted around you know the importance of actually raising some really key issues 
uh, around feminine and female leadership. And, of course, we've got a collaboration coming up where you're going to share some of that, um, of your insights around feminine leadership, Catherine. Look, I think I think this is such a great container for women. It's such a safe space for them. Um, we can be really authentic, and um, and and you talk about failing forward. I think people are a lot more willing to do that in this very safe environment. And what I'm really um, passionate about is is female leadership. And I think this container gives us a really good range so that there are women who are inspirational to us that we can look up to and, and we can see what is possible. And there are women who can look up to us and see what we've done and understand our story. And I don't think there's a lot of places that offer that in a non-competitive way. So I, I, I think, you know, congratulations on, on creating that, Lynn. Um, the, my passion around female leadership is around the feminization of, of business and and that's um, allowing people to be authentic leaders so not trying to be masculine not trying to be something that they're not um, and if if your style is is a more masculine style that's completely okay and if it's a more feminine style that's okay too but it's about being authentic about it I'm really looking forward to that. So anyone who's um, listening to this either in our live stream right now, um, we're live streaming across various channels, aren't we, Anne-Marie? But if you are interested, jump onto our calendar and the Business Women Australia website. You can see all our events. They're actually colour-coded now so that they aren't all looking like the same thing. So you can see which ones are online and which ones might be in your state. If you are in another state and you think that it would be great to host an event or get something happening, reach out to Business Women Australia, reach out to me. We're always keen to help women uh, engage and experiment and be a part of our exciting community. Now that we've taken over the podcast, Anne-Marie, I'll, ha I'll hand the uh, driving seat back to you. No, that's lovely because what I was going to say is we've had a couple of comments which I'll share, but I know that, Lynn, you still want to identify what are some of the key points that people can take some of that learning away to we certainly learn just from hearing all of these wonderful collaborations but here we've got if we've got any questions we do have a little bit of time for those of you who are listening from the live stream let me just introduce some of the comments we've had we've got someone that's listening in or watching from Sri Lanka great topic thank you for sharing your experience so Amitha I think Gamash from uh, Sri Lanka welcome welcome We've also had Jeanette White, who's enjoying the conversation live from Port Douglas. I'm sure it is a lot warmer up in Port Douglas than it is here down in Melbourne, where I'm calling in from Jeanette White Rise Coaching and Development. Thank you for joining us. And um, wonderful. So if you've got any questions, ask them in the comment section below this video, and uh, I will introduce those. So Lynn, what are some of the things that we need to keep in mind to ensure that it is a win-win-win collaboration whatever we're collaborating on look I'm I've you know I spent some time really gathering my thoughts last night preparing for this because you know what I'm like before an exam uh, it's always the night before and I know in the bottom of my heart really the most important thing is actually looking at the like-mindedness or the values the shared values between you and whoever it is you're going to be doing a collaboration with um, there might make absolute business sense for uh, an organisation to organisation uh, collaboration, but getting someone like Bev in 
to work with you as two separate parties to do some work on your shared values and the way that you're going to be together and, and work and work on that aspect is really going to help with all the systems and processes that you're then going to need to put in place. Um, because the reality is, is that actually understanding each other and how you are and even being honest about things like, you know, I get a bit, I, I, I mean, I'm, my kids have diagnosed me as ADHD. I'm not clinically diagnosed, but I probably am. But I can be very focused on something and then I can be a bit dismissive if someone's talking to me or bringing ideas to me when I'm focused on this. And it can be blunt. And I just need people to know that that's what I'm like. It's not, I'm not rude or I'm not angry, and, but I'm very open to things. So I like to share that with my teams when I'm collaborating with them, that this is how I am. The other thing I like to share with my teams is that I like systems and processes. So we use Asana, Asana for our um, event management, everything's scheduled. Someone's given a job a date. You know, if they don't can't do it, I want them to actually reassign it to someone else or or change the date and just let us know. All these sorts of things are really important to me because I, I need that detail. Once we've got the big picture done, that's what I need. So when you are partnering, make sure there's that shared value. If you're not sure, it's really good to do a little mini collaboration on something quite small to start off with to see how you work well together. So look at, look at you know, sort of something that's a bite-sized thing. And this is where Business Women Australia is great because, you know, we've, we've got classic members. Yesterday we had a, was it the day before? Yesterday, I think it was, we had a webinar with a couple of fantastic club, classic members who were in the same kind of region, got together, decided that they wanted to do something as a facilitation on healthy-minded business. So we had Sana and Nick and I ended up having to step in as a facilitator and we had a great time really experimenting on, you know, what a collaboration could look for those guys going forward too. And I think everyone that jumped into that webinar really enjoyed it. But look in front, look behind, look beside you. Don't be afraid of approaching other people that you think would be good to collaborate with. If you see that there's maybe a shared or ideal audience or a shared target market, or even as, you know, the co-opetition piece where together you can build something bigger. Um, looking at organisations and people with complementary services and complementary products is a great place to start. Um, and look outside your own circles normally. And for Business Women Australia, look outside your own state. You know, we've got this membership that is across industries, is across sectors, is across states. If you've got a business trip or you're going to a conference somewhere else, is there a, you know, is there something where you could tap into a Business Women Australia event and we could create something unique? you know, in line with the types of things that you're doing. So as soon as I hear Cindy and, and Vida are doing something, I'm thinking, oh, can, you know, can, how can we support that in BWA, you know, to make sure that that's successful and that they actually expand their reach too um, with coming up. So anything, don't be afraid to ask us for that. Um, there's great places you can find collaborators. Um you know, I'm quite a cheeky online person. So when I when I see that when I see there's a woman that I really like the look of, um, and Jessica Schubert um, is a classic because for years before I actually managed to get her engaged in Business Women Australia, and she's now our head of um, leadership and development. I, I kind of was a bit creepy, I guess, in some regards. I kind of I stalked her on social media and I started liking her posts and commenting and then she was looking at me and sort of thinking oh who's this oh who's this businesswoman Australia person and I do this so if I identify all these key people that I think I really want to collaborate with I start engaging with their stuff 
you know, I'll buy their things. I've, you know, I've been to Vita's three-day women's, what was it called, Vita, the women's retreat that we did down south. That was amazing. Um, and we'll, and I'll be doing Women's more. gathering. The women's gathering. Oh, my God. You know, I, you know, like you've got to engage with the people you want to collaborate with. Get an understanding of what they're about. Spend some money in their business. You know, do this sort of stuff. So that's, I think, a really, really great tip. Um, the other thing I think is that um, if you're looking for a skill set that to develop, collaborating with someone that you know that does something really good, like I know Vita loves collaborating and she'll, she'll tie me out for a couple of hours and go, this is what I want to do. And I'll go, well, what do you really want to do? And then we'll really dig into it. And then I'll go, oh, okay, if, this is, if, you, if what you want to do is, is expand your reach and your profile, then I'll tell you this is how I do it. You know, these are the things that I do. I jump on the back of LinkedIn and I message people and I want to connect and I outreach and then I invite them to something and then I follow up and say, hey, you're coming, all this sort of stuff. Um, and then Vita goes, wow, do you do all that? And I go, well, yeah, actually I haven't got time to do all that now, but I've got a VA that does it on my on my profile. You know, so these are the sorts of secrets that you can actually share with each other about what are the systems, the processes the opportunities and how you go about doing things, that's really where when you've got that open shared values around trust and curiosity, being very generous with your time, being committed to the relationship and the process, then amazing collaborations can come out of that. So there's sort of like a bit of a checklist in there and I probably should really set that up as a proper checklist. <laughs> Lynn, if I could jump in as well and just add um, a couple of things that you've said there because um, I've just got the comments um, open and there's a few things that are coming through. Um, and one of the things that you talked about was the collaborative um, tools and communicating very early on about how you actually want to work together. Um, and the thing that sits very much with me on that is that collaboration, good collaboration, is very much about a win-win situation. So being upfront about um, what is it that you're actually wanting to achieve um, as that shared goal. Um, and you might not actually have that solution, but if you certainly understand what the problem is that you're trying to solve, then um, you, you bring that to the table but I think also um, not every collaboration goes as, as swimmingly and, and easily and as happily as, as we would like and I think it's um, important to acknowledge that that's actually fine you know that um, there might be obstacles there might be a sense of miscommunication or misunderstanding and just being very open and, and um, open to that feedback and open to sort of like, well, test, actually, are we still trying to uh, to work on the same problem or have our problems actually diverted slightly? So just, um, just bringing that self-awareness into the collaboration is really important. And, and I think the final thing is that it's always going to be an ongoing learning opportunity. You'll learn a lot about yourself. You'll learn a lot more about um, other people, but you'll learn new tools. Um, you'll hopefully um, learn a different different point of view or different um, um, insights to something that you might never have expected. So there's a few extra things there that I just thought it would be useful to to jump in um, because there was, uh, I think it was um, someone's asked whether there's um, worth having a mentor, mentor, mentorium of understanding. Um, and I think that 
it doesn't have to be formal, but certainly that coming together on a small basis to um, to get that common value. I, I think that's really critical. That's going to set you up to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Bev. And yeah, thanks, Sana from Courage Unraveled. Um, Sana was one of our uh, uh, facilitators in the conversation for healthy businesses. So thanks for that about the memorandum of understanding. But it doesn't have to be exactly as formal as that, but it, it does require time and planning up front. Um, and, um, you know, when, when Anne-Marie and I first collaborated with the Business Women Australia podcast show, we had numerous meetings together and how's this going to work? You know, what does it mean? What's our commitment? You know, how? what are the processes internally that we keep each other up to date? And we're constantly tweaking that. Um, and, you know, Amory has then been brought into our strategic planning environment. She's a part of our leadership team. So as this collaboration that started with a shared podcast uh, has actually grown into being... Um, you know, a part of, you know, Anne-Marie is a part of our management and strategic thinking team. So, um, Anne-Marie, does that, does that cover off what, what we need to cover? Yeah. And for the audio podcast, let me read the, um, let me read the question so that our audio listeners know what we're talking about. So, Courage Unraveled asked the question. She's listening from Southern, Southwest Western Australia. What are your thoughts on having a memorandum of understanding put together? So, Bev, uh, so, kindly answer that put her thoughts in too I think also too will bring a meets um, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name uh, correctly but how to understand expectations and I think that kind of covers a little bit of what uh, Bev and, and Lynn you you shared as it was well and what you actually if we circle right back to what you started with uh, Lynn you shared around the you know what are the expectations what 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 is the purpose of this collaboration and to ensure that it is a win-win-win so it's good to have an open conversation about that so that we don't uh, end up with a well you said this and you said that but there's no real kind of conversation around that but to get to your to your question absolutely and I think that really turns to the last point that how can one collaboration lead to another we started with the podcast and then through that conversation we realized there were other opportunities and that's often and I'm hearing that sense come through from other people who have spoken today it started with one collaboration and that's then led to an, an other so often it will open up lots of opportunities uh, for other other projects Yes, of course, we've got um, the uh, fantastic um, Business Foundations course that you uh, have uh, brought to Business Women Australia as a part of our collaboration. And I'm looking forward to the announcement of our scholarship winners uh, on the 31st of August when we have our Buzz launch as well. So for those of you um, who are going to be online for the celebration of the launch of the Business Women Australia 2022 Buzz magazine, which features articles that have been contributed by our premium level members. Um, some of those, in fact, all, all of you ladies have actually contributed to that. Fantastic. And it's, uh, I saw, uh, had the, uh, looked at the first draft, Kathy and the team at Catco Enterprises, who look after all our. Um, uh, website and our um, buzz production have put it together beautifully so it's looking amazing we're just going through our editorial team process now and um, we can't wait for that launch and that's another great example of a collaboration um, it's just uh, it puts a lot of, it's a lot of effort that goes into um, editing and and um, and and adding to the articles and, and laying it all out and everything that goes into producing something like an EMAG. 
um, but without all these amazing women coming and sharing generously uh, their content and their thoughts and their stories and their articles, um, that magazine just wouldn't happen. So it's uh, an exciting time. I was just going to jump in because Erin has um, shared a great, really great comment and this is really contributing to this whole conversation around collaboration. She says, we've got a few legal people on the call and she'd be interested in to hear their um, perspective of what are some of the legal considerations around collaboration that we need to be mindful of. So maybe, Catherine, we can start with you first and, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm a family lawyer, so my um, my legal consideration would be to um, ensure that it doesn't end up in a divorce. <laughs> That's probably the extent of my expertise in that area. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> and the other um, legal person, who, who Muriel? Yes. Um, so Anne-Marie, I think like anything, it's possible to overcomplicate things. So I know there was the question around the memorandum of understanding and, you know, we obviously need to think about what we're doing when we're collaborating, but, um, you know, you can over-lawyer things if you're not careful. And so I think in the early days, if you're just kind of exploring what might be possible and you're just bouncing around ideas, I don't think you really need to be thinking in terms of having any kind of written document or thinking about the legal ramifications, because I don't think there should be any. Um, if you start getting into actually developing something, um, then you can have issues around IP. And so you would need to speak to somebody around IP and, you know, what you need to do to make sure if it's your idea that somebody isn't stealing it. Um, but I, I think what I would say is really with collaborations, look for people, as Lynn says, who you've got something in common with, who, who you already have a relationship with and speak to other people. If you're not sure, speak to other people who know that individual or that organization and get input about, well, what are they really like? Can I trust them? Um, and as I say, maybe down the track, if there's something more formal because you are doing something like, a podcast series or a series of seminars or something like that, then you might want to put more detailed parameters around what the obligations are on each side. Um, but I, I definitely wouldn't overcomplicate things. Simplicity, that's what I like, you know, um, everyone working together at, for the greater good and for, for the good of each other, the win-win situation, absolutely. Yeah, love that. And what you've just said there, Mariel, I think really speaks beautifully into what um, Amith said, you know, the expectations, and that's exactly what you and I have done, Lynn, and I'm sure with others as well, the expectations, who did what, what was expected, were there any deadlines so that we all knew what we were working towards? Um, and then through doing that, I think also too, it allows you to be able to understand what are some things that we need to consider that individually we might not have been able to see, but the other person can see, you know, that and I think that's what we continue to do, even when we're collaborating through the leadership uh, team in and of itself. So, um, yeah. yeah so I might add something there too. I was just looking at Pippa's comment in our chat box. She said that collaborations obviously with their specialists quite often need a contract due to client outcome requirements and certainly the collaborations that we've done at Business Women Australia uh, with corporate entities, our collaboration with Torrens University Australia that um, uh, over those couple of years and with um, various corporate groups that have be, you know had 
sort of more of a partnership um, arrangement and and quite often where there's money involved, if there's a money exchange, um, then it's taking a collaboration, I think, out of being a collaboration, even though there's collaborative elements to the partnership and it's become a contractual partnership. Um, and um, so, you know, collaboration is, is an action um, and it happens within the best of partnerships as well. But the kinds of collaborations that I guess, you know, we're seeing in our community are quite often um, sort of collaborative uh, initiatives uh, without the contractual aspect. Saying that, I'm, I'm just because of the way my brain works, I like things to be in writing, even if, even if we change them. I like to say, okay, we've agreed to this, here is what it is, but I don't ever want people to think that's then the only way we're going to do it. Even if the day before we go, hey, there's a better way of doing this, let's try it like this, you know, and, and we've got the chance to pivot and improve, I will always want to be that agile, lean kind of operation that can do that. But, you know, letting everyone know this is how it's going to be. Um, I can be a little bit controlling on that and I've had, you know, some pushback from some of my team members and my and my um, and Business Women Australia collaborators going, well, hang on a minute, I don't know if I like this change and then going, actually, you know what, we're actually okay with that. Um, and, and usually in retrospect and when we, you know, look back, usually those changes and those kind of realisations even last minute when the adrenaline's starting to go in before something, you go, actually, that was great, that was worth it, we did a really good job. Not always, you know, sometimes I go, oops, I should have stuck with the agenda. But, you know, this is a part of um, a life and working together with different personalities and different groups, but it's also about being honest with each other and being okay when someone isn't doesn't want to do something a certain way. Saying, okay, really understanding where that's coming from and, and giving them space to really think through and have time to think through, you know, what are the pros and cons and having the conversation. So a lot of when we talk about great collaborations with anything in business and in life, communication is key. So, you know, open, honest communication and have and building that trust where we can be totally honest about what it is and being good and clear in our communication, making sure that we've got all those opportunities for, you know, that flexibility and the fluidity and the evolving nature of it, but having some things in writing so that we can go, because we've all got so much going on, the amount of times I've had to go back through my emails and think, okay, what did I actually agree to? Oh, yeah, actually, I did agree to, to um, you know, pay for the catering. Or, yeah, I did agree to do this. You know, whatever it might be, if it's not in writing, you probably can't remember if it's all just discussions. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that's what yeah. Sarah and Unraveled have shared too. And I'll share this. I'll read it out for the people who'll be listening to the audio recording. Um, she was saying the MOU not necessarily needs to be a legal document unless you put legislated acts and, and that it's what it becomes legal or when it becomes legal. And her thoughts are exactly kind of what you've just uh, shared, uh, Lynn. It's to document so that there is an understanding, a shared and equal understanding upon, upon those responsibilities around roles, finances, if there is any investment that needs to be made on either party, uh, the roles of the decision makers and, and so forth. And she said, might be helpful for NFPs and organisations corporate, but for just from hearing you, you share and the others as well, I think it is always good to have something, even as, as uh, Miria was saying, a simple document that doesn't become top heavy, but at least everyone understands the expectations and um, 
Exactly, Lynn. Courage Unraveled shared that as well. Now, I know that we're nearly out of time and we really thank each of the premium members for coming and sharing their experience and collaboration for you, Lynn, to share some of your thoughts. I think that's so very, very helpful. And yes, we may get part of the, this uh, podcast transcribed so that we can create that list as a document, maybe have that downloadable as part of the show notes for people who would love to, uh, to create um some collaborations moving forward. They have that handy. Um, and just the URL that you shared earlier, if people want to get on the calendar to have a discussion, no matter where you are based around Australia, that is the URL, businesswomenaustralia.com.au forward slash calendar. We'd love to speak to you about that. Uh, before we close, Lynn, did you want to share any other final thoughts or any other final thoughts from anyone in the panel? First, we start with you, Lynn. Uh, just thank you very much, Anne-Marie. I always love collaborating with you right from the start. Um, and we both had share this, this passion to really help women in business, help them achieve their goals and dreams and to raise the profile of female leadership and, you know, when you think about the broader sort of vision and the mission of where we both really, uh, really love to operate and what fills our cup, this is exactly what it's about. So thank you so much, Anne-Marie. And, um, and I'm looking forward to doing more with you with the Core Business Foundations course uh, with Business Women Australia and, of course, the BWA podcast show, which we've always got so many people that are keen to get on the show. So thank you. And thank you, Lynn. Uh, before we go, any parting thoughts? If not, that's fine, but just unmute and uh, if you'd like to share any parting thoughts before we finish the show. Bev. Um, yes, I'll jump in. I'll just say um, before you start any collaboration, be very clear about who you are, what you want and what you need from others um, so that that way then you are starting off in a very open, honest um, way. Um, it, that can obviously change, but I think that's a really good starting point. Fantastic. Muriel, you had an unmute. We'll go, we'll do around the circle so everyone can have an opportunity. Muriel. Um, so my comment uh, is basically um, through Business Women Australia, um, I was actually approached by somebody who was looking at appointing somebody to their ASX listed company board. Um, and they were conscious of the lack of diversity on their board. And so because I, I know them outside of Business Women Australia, they did some searching, found Business Women Australia and so approached me. Um, and I spoke to Lynn and um, that enabled us to um, approach one of the Business Women Australia members. Um, and they had an opportunity to then, um, you know, apply for that board role, which they wouldn't have probably even come across or thought about. So I, I just think, you know, being a member of Business Women Australia, it has so many benefits there's so much collaboration that you don't even realize it just comes across your path because of the fact that we are members and i just think that's fantastic it is it is wonderful thank you muriel pippa yeah i think we do get stuck in our own ways so collaboration has to um re requires you to be more open to other people's thoughts and by that way you can grow so much and the project can achieve so much more if you open your mind to other people's ideas. And I have to say, uh, many of the events I've been to um, with BWA, just sitting around the table and listening to other people think and thought their thoughts has really opened my mind to other situations and suggestions and, and has grown me. So open mind is what my uh, 
my, my main suggestion is for effective collaboration. Thank you, Pippa. Catherine? I like to really keep in mind that that collaboration is about increasing the pie, not getting a bigger share of the existing pie. I love that. I love all of them. Really love that one. Erin? Oh, um, yep, I'm here. <laughs> um, I think mine would be have fun with it. We, we've talked, spoken a lot about the, the practical elements and the, the business elements. I think the other part I like about being part of collaborations, a lot of them are great fun. You know, there's lots in, you know, when you're working in business, sometimes we lose sight of that. Yeah, I love that. Cindy. Erin took mine. I was going to say the same. I personally just love connecting with amazing people and seeing how much further you can get, you know, through putting your, you know, minds together, brainstorming. Um, but yeah, first and foremost, having fun with it. And I think the other thing would be trusting your intuition with someone like, you know, can I work with this person? Do I trust them into like innately? Am I, am I liking their vibe? Do we, do we, you know, share the same values? Do we have the same vision? Um, so yeah, absolutely. Having fun um, and, uh, you know, enjoying the success of that. Wonderful. And last but not least, Vida. I think it's very important to have community to help you collaborate um, so that with community, we extend beyond our thinking and we touch a humanness. And for us as women, we touch the sisterhood. And the sisterhood has a different way of, of creating and sharing and connecting than what traditional business does. So true, so true. And something that really came out of the conversation that I saw with, with Lynn and Vida, and I think this should just be part of just how we move forward, is Lynn really recognised something in you, Vida, and approached you and, and encouraged you uh, to step forward. How often uh, as individuals, particularly women, we don't see the incredible strengths and gifts and talents that we have to offer. So how wonderful that another sister of BWA recognised, in this case, Lynn, and said, hey, did you know that let's do that. And uh, I think moving forward, let's also do that is what we recognise in others. And um, let's speak up and share. Did you know this? How about this opportunity? And uh, we can see that that's already been happening amongst the uh, collective of BWA. And if you're listening to BWA podcast, or you're watching the live stream, and you're not yet part of the collective, please go to businesswomenaustralia.com.au, become a member and experience what uh, all of our VIP members, our premium members have uh, shared today. Thank you once again for coming on the show. It's been, it's always fun. It's always fun, the, the connections and the, the conversations that we have uh, as part of this podcast. So have a wonderful rest of the day, everyone. Bye for now. You've been listening to Business Women Australia podcast. Want to become part of a dynamic collective of women who are passionate about business success and personal growth? Go to businesswomenaustralia.com.au forward slash membership to apply. That's businesswomenaustralia.com.au forward slash membership.